Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and welcome back! Sorry I kind of dipped for a few weeks. Things kind of got hectic with life, so I need to take just a bit of a hiatus. But now that I'm back, I can't think of a better way to be back than to bring back Amateur April! For the next few weeks, I'll be bringing on younger artists that have a smaller audience that I think absolutely deserve the love and affection and appreciation for the art that they are creating and shall continue to develop. Now, I cannot think of a way to celebrate this happy occasion by bringing on the saddest of them all, mainly because of the, the, the name. This week's guest is Sad Sparky, a cartoon enthusiast, artist, and animator, and also a Pepsi addict. They're also known for being the creator of the comic Realms. Sparky first came under the radar for me whenever they created fan art for an episode with a previous guest, and I could not get enough of it. Diving in headfirst into some of the other content that they create, I knew that they were a guest I would love to talk to at some point, so I was glad that I was able to get the opportunity today. Make sure you love and support Sparky with the links down below. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. I've noticed that at least when it comes to YouTube, the audience has really been growing, and I cannot thank you guys for showing that love and support. So let's keep it going, shall we? You can help it grow even further, in fact, by checking out the merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com, to where you can see some incredible designs done by some incredible artists, some of which have appeared on the podcast previously. Actually, I think all of them have been by previous guests on the podcast if you want to go even further with that support why don't you go ahead and be a part of the podcast by supporting the podcast on patreon there you can get early release of the episodes, special episodes special shout outs on the podcast such as the five dollar patron jacob ragland aka my brother thank you so much for your love and support if these rewards sound like something you'd love to be a part of, then you should go to patreon.com slash PMAP and be a part of the podcast with the minimum of $5 a month. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Hello? Hey! There you are. I'm very excited to be here. Good, I'm glad to hear that. I say I can only imagine some of the fact that you messaged me how long ago about being on the podcast. <laughs> I was probably like a month or so ago. Yeah, it seems about right. Longer than either way, I appreciate the excitement. <laughs> yeah, I I just I love your podcast, man. And I was like, you know what would be cool if I was on that podcast? And I was like, well, it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, yeah, it's a good step in the right direction. That's how I am with. Most of the guests I bring on the podcast, it doesn't hurt to at least ask them. Yes. But I appreciate totally. you reaching out. Yeah, of course, my guy. Mm-hmm. I'll say, I know I definitely, I definitely been keeping an eye on you, especially after you made the, uh, the animatic that you made for, uh, Amanda's episode, which I cannot thank you enough. That is incredible what you did. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was I like, Wait, seriously? No one's made any animatics of the postmodern art podcast yet? I, I mean, there's some pretty... It's pretty cool. Like... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, one, it's still a fairly new podcast, so I wasn't expecting everyone to just go forward and be like, let me make animation for you. But at the same time, you know, 
at, at the same time, I at least appreciate the love and enthusiasm, the fact that you enjoyed the interview so much that you went out of your way to make something out of it. That's what I'm just going to cherish no matter what. So, I mean, the moment I animated was pretty damn funny. So it I was, was like, pretty you know, good. I'm going to take this and I'm going to run with it. <laughs> I mean, it was a good moment, especially just like how smooth Amanda was when like describing that stuff. It's just like, oh yeah, I know. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I cannot think of a better way to start the postmodern art podcast. Welcome everyone. I'm your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh feel free to subscribe or follow whatever streaming platform you prefer. You can support the podcast on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PMAP and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at postmodartpod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> He is a Pepsi-addicted cartoon enthusiast, artist, animator, and creator of the webcomic Realms. Welcome to the podcast, Sad Sparky! Hello! <laughs> How are you doing today? I am doing pretty well, actually. I'm a bit more energetic than usual because I've just been really excited. <laughs> well, good. I appreciate that energy. I appreciate that excitement. I certainly can't wait to... See it on full blast, I guess. But um, <laughs> but before we really divulge too much into, I guess, your current excitement, I want to go back just a little bit, if I may. I want to know more or less the origin stories of Sad Sparky. What got you interested in art and animation in the first place? Oh, boy. Okay, so I would say my mom's side of the family is an art family. Ooh. So my grandma's, like, a painter. My mom's a painter and, like, she does sketches so i don't know if that has anything to do with it or maybe there's like a gene in the family that makes us more in tune with like our creative um parts but um besides that i've just been doodling ever since i was a kid i loved making characters i love drawing the things i saw on tv i just loved drawing you know and i would say that like when i was like seven or eight one of my friends in an art class came up to me and was like, have you heard of anime? <laughs> <laughs> so they came to me with like um, a how to draw anime sketchbook. And I was like, ooh, what's anime? And so I opened it and I was like instantly in love with the art style. Mm. Um, it was a very simple book um, and it was kind of like catered more towards like kids and it was just kind of like, just like a simple art style, kind of like Pokemon style, you know? Right. But I was in love <laughs> and so i started like going on the family computer looking up anime started watching anime and so i'm not like i would i wouldn't consider myself a weeb i'm just saying that that's like <laughs> it's a foundation <laughs> yeah so that's how like i started like that's the first kind of art style i adapted um into my own so I started drawing the manga, and I started drawing the anime. I started, like, I think I would consider my first anime Pokemon. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. Because uh, it was on Netflix, and it was, like, one of the things that I could watch. Um, and so I got into that. I just started drawing and doodling, and I started renting uh, books at the library, and that's how I got into my first manga, Tokyo Mew Mew. 
Uh, there that, we was, go. that was fun. <laughs> and I drew the characters nonstop. I drew I drew Ichigo nonstop. I drew the friends nonstop. And I just have like a bunch of like art from that time of just a bunch of you know um, anime magical girl drawings um, in a stack under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to keep a bunch of like my old art and new art because it just sometimes it's just nice to like look back at it and see my origins and like wow i've come pretty far oh yeah um yeah absolutely and so with that um i think that man for a while it was just kind of manga and anime and (laughs) one funny detail is that i used to like, like when I was, like, 9 or 10, I used to draw, like, fucking huge heads and just small little um, stick figure bodies. And I have a few <laughs> images of that time, and I just look back, and I was like, yeah, we've definitely come far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you're able to look back on your stuff and be like, I can see progress. I can see how I've improved. Because, I mean, if nothing else... If you consider it, all that stuff, it should be considered nothing, nothing less than a foundation for what you've developed since then. So at least you can look back and be like, yeah, I definitely, definitely improved my art since then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also used to draw, like, all the characters winking because I used to really suck at, like, getting the eyes right. Mm. So that's another big improvement that I'm proud of. And, of course, hands. The, the disastrous... Learning of how to draw hands, because uh, I know that a lot of people struggled with it. I struggled with it, and I used to just uh, just hide the hands behind the back. They'd always like be mm. in like a pose where you can see the hands well, or else the hands would look terrible. But that's another big thing that I'm really proud of that I have developed. And like over time, my style kind of like became its own thing. It okay. was less of like anime. And more of, like, kind of, like, a bit of anime, a bit of cartoon, a bit of my own flair. Kind of just developed over time. Right, right. Um, Oh, man. (laughs) There was, like, a lot of different phases that I went through as an artist. Um, And now, I... my, My art style, you can see the eyes are kind of anime like it's just kind of a thing that is just um kind of embedded itself into my art style i've drawn eyes differently like i'll also do kind of like um you know i would say classic um line and then half circle above i um i'd also i've also like done that as well um but mostly just like kind of like more anime-looking eyes. Okay. A bit. And there's, like, the cartoony aspect of, like, the face shape. That's very much, like... Like, the the, the faces I draw are very circular. Um, like, not too circular, but I always, like, start out with, like, kind of, like, drawing a bit of a loop, you know? Right. It's just a thing that I've also developed over time. Um, and kind of, like... It's a very, I would say, kind of cutesy style but I can also be very, like, rigid and more professional and more emotional when I want to be. <laughs> but usually just, like, doodling and classic art, it's very, like, cartoony and a bit cutesy. 
it's just something that's like kind of like stuck with my art style over that, the years. That's that's fair. I mean, like I said, as, as long as it's kind of embedded in the art that you continue to produce and continue to develop more than anything else. Um, when did for you go from just like this general love and wanting to like create the stuff like or at least just learn to draw it to a passion and then wanting to make it your career? I would say it started like like I would say that first kind of like the original thing that I wanted to do as a career as a child I was like I'm gonna be a vet veterinarian because I love animals I always have Fair. Um, I actually like have a cat and a gecko love them very much they're my children um, but Originally, I was like, I'm going to be a veterinarian. I'm going to care for animals. And I just kind of, like, drew as, like, a side thing. And over the years, as I looked more into it, I was, like, kind of getting cold feet. I was like, you know, this is a lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> more effort than I was willing to contribute. And it just, I love, I love animals. I do. But it just wasn't the career for me. So I started Fair. looking into it. And Fair. I was like, um... I was also, like, getting very interested in social media at the time. I was, like, 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. um, looking at, you know, wanting to, like, have a YouTube channel, wanting to have a Twitter account, kind of, like, wanting to, like, be on present on social media. And that, my friends, is when I started animating. There you go. <laughs> so, like, it was, I started animating and, like, dabbling in, I guess, flip a clip when I was, like, 12 or 13, and at the time, I was, like, kind of lost as to what to do for, like, a career, and I think around, like, 13 or 14, while I, I did have a YouTube channel with very, um, I'd say very mediocre animations, because I was still dipping my toes into it, and it was kind of cringe, but that was, like, kind of, like, more of the beginning of my YouTube channel, I guess. We all gotta start somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, um, and at the time, I was, like, we were doing career research in some of my middle school classes and stuff like that. Well, I think, truly, it began in ninth grade of, like, all coming to a head of, like, you know what, I want to be an animator. Because we were doing more career research, I was, like, kind of, like, still going with veterinarian because I didn't know what to do. Okay. But then... I, like, after a few nights of just kind of thinking to myself, I was like, it's been in front of me the whole time. I could just be an animator. <laughs> it's like, it's been, like, the one thing. And, like, art and animation has just been the one thing that's stuck with me. And I, on YouTube, I would love to just watch others' animations. And I would love to make my own animations. And over time, I just developed such an attachment to it. And it's just so special to me. And I was like, you know what? Wouldn't it be cool if I could make this my career, if I could make this my job, if I could get more into this? Because I love more than anything just creating these animations and showing people and, like, them encouraging me to do it. Like, seeing like seeing that support for my animations is, like, so, like, it reminds me that I'm wanted and that my animations are wanted, and it gives me, like the energy and it gives me the will to like keep moving and keep animating i really feel like i found something special with art and animation and it's just the one thing that i love more than anything that you know? that is wonderful to hear more than anything else because i i know it's like the like 
be wanting to try to find that one thing that you feel like you're really good with the one thing that you feel like you belong a part of no matter what anyone else says about what you're doing more than anything else. I, this podcast to me personally is a perfect representation of that. And so like, I totally get it. Like I bet once you finally had a chance to like really sit down and learn the stuff and really start animating stuff on your own, that's when you knew like immediately, Oh yes, this is where I belong. Yeah. And, like, like you said, like, no matter what people tell you, I've had a fair share of trolls on my channel. But you know what? Fuck what they say. I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna take this animation gig, and I'm going to run. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if nothing else, like, I think, at least for me personally, like, it's impressive the fact that you're already, like, going all in on this and trying to get as much as you can possible. And for those who don't know, you're you hadn't even graduated high school at this point yet you're still like get you're still you're still getting there like you're still like trying to get to that point to where like you can truly go all in you're just beginning that's the thing that i find impressive more than anything else i'm almost so like i'm almost 17 and like i'm i'm in 11th and i'm still in high school god i can't wait to get out i don't blame um, you <laughs> yeah but i just i'm just really eager to like you know, just get out and, like, start going to animation trade school. Of course, there's adult stuff, but you know what? At least I'm going to be able to finally, like, go all in on my animation and start animation trade school and start, like, getting jobs in, like, the world of animation. Right. Like, right. um, I just need to... Because, like, I've even been looking into, like, graduating early so I can start, like getting all the stuff in order because i'm almost an adult and i if i'm not it's not gonna like i'm not gonna be able to do the stuff i want to if i just continue like ignoring it i i need to like start preparing now to get properly like you know prepared for the stuff that i'm going to have to face as an adult and the stuff that i'm gonna have to face in the animation industry you know it's better now than never because one year one year is all I have to get prepared. So we got to start now, you know? Wise words, if I do say so myself, though, I will go ahead and give you a heads up on this. I'm sure you probably know this from the past couple of years alone. There's some things that you cannot prepare for as an adult. You just got to roll with it. <laughs> I know that for sure. Like already I've had like my fair share of like stuff that, Oh shit! I there's no way I could have known this was going to happen. I don't think any of us could have known if we're just being blunt. No one could have expected what's been going down. But at the same time, like you, at least thinking of the practical stuff that you have somewhat of control over, wanting to go ahead and get prepared for that. Once again, very smart. Keep up that mentality more than anything else. And I think it's gonna like really benefit me in the long run that. I already have the ex like I already have some experience in animation and I've already like I'm already like making professional art pieces and like I'm not saying by any means that I'm like the best artist and that I'm I'm like super good at what I do but I would say that I have gone far and my art is pretty decent <laughs> and that I just look back and I'm proud of myself and I'm like you know what also it's really good that I'm doing this now because it's going to really benefit me like knowing at least some things like entering the animation field like 
I have made full animations before, and yeah. I know decently how to animate. I am acquainted with a few animation programs. Like, Flip Clip isn't, like, the only thing that I have used. Like, it's my main thing right now because it's the most accessible to me. Right. Like, Flip Clip full version, but I've also used Animation Desk, and I've um, used Pencil 2D, like, a few times before. Um, my computer is not the best so i need to get it i need to get a new one before i like start like getting other programs you know but for now i'm really good um at like understanding a few things in these art programs and i'm acquainted with them which again is going to help me entering into this animation field and i'm just glad that i have that and that i'm just not like you know starting with no knowledge, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. Trust me, I went to school for uh, for filmmaking. Like I wanted to be, or mass media is the over encompassing term, but I wanted to be a filmmaker and stuff like that. See, the high school that I came from, they didn't have like any sort of programs, and I didn't even realize that filmmaking was a thing until I actually got to college and realized it was something that I could not only do but major in. So the fact that you're already getting yourself as familiar as possible with as many programs you have access to, the fact that you're experimenting as much as you can to get as much experience possible like again you're thinking like you're playing you, you got like your next five moves ready for life's chess game that they're working out for you like you're you're on the you're on the ball with this stuff yeah and also uh fun fact i also because like i also like to like you know make commentary videos mm-hmm. um on my youtube channel every once in a while and i like to like make videos and stuff like that um like discussing the art community and like you know making speed paints and i actually am in like i've been in like a few like film classes and right now i'm like in television broadcasting too so i actually like have like a set provided by the school and i um also am on like a news team for the school like i help edit the videos and i have my own segment called creative corner there you go so i also have that so i just thought that it was cool that you mentioned that because i actually have like you know those classes and i'm looking to complete the full like film course because that would also help me in the world of animation since it's also a form of you know um media and film media right Right. No, like I said before, like, that's really smart. And I think it's incredible, like I said, that you've basically gone all in already when it comes to all this different stuff. Concerning the fact that, like, I feel like the reason why you feel best acquainted with this stuff is that for you, as I've said in the intro, you consider yourself a cartoon enthusiast. What is it about cartoons that just makes you feel more, more than anything else, like, comfortable with them? Like, what is it about them that you cannot get enough of cartoons? I just love seeing people's stories brought to life and animated and just seeing the smooth animation and knowing that people did that and just seeing like how they move on screen and the designs and the stories. It just has me fully immersed and I would kill to be a part of that. Not really. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a joke for legal reasons, but I would love I... to be in the animation industry. I would love to be a part of it. I would love to you know do that and it's fast approaching the time that i'm going to start 
getting really into that. Right. And because like I'm 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 self-taught, but I also want to like get in like maybe like a 12 week or so like animation schooling or something like that just to also have that yeah. um as well because uh, there's undoubtedly more things i could learn and just having that with the combination of like almost four, four years now of self-taughtness in art and animation well more animation because i've been doing art for longer but just already having that i think um i'm almost you know ready to like start doing that i just need to start animation schooling when i move out and everything um for like maybe a year or so and then i can go i can go in and i'm excited that that is going to be coming up in the next one to two maybe three years of my life um because even though again adult life is probably gonna suck at least i have my partner and my friends and animation because animation truly is one of the biggest things that have kept me going besides like my friends and family mm-hmm. um animation has been there for me and just being able to create these things on screen and be being able to put my emotions into it you know um and like being able to express my feelings through art and like visualize them and being able to like create them in such a way that invokes an emotional and such a a visceral reaction out of other people is something special that is fair i mean that's a that's a beautiful way to wear it more than anything else with this next question this might be the hardest question you might have to ask on you might have to answer all night but i just have to know do you have like at least a top cartoon that you think best illustrates that point for you one that like you said, tells an amazing story, creatively lets you know that you are you can be a part of this and like really drives you more than anything else every time you think of this cartoon. Oh man. Uh it's gotta be like one hundred percent a combination of uh these two shows. Cause like if you look at my Twitter, you know that I am really big into Cuphead. Yeah. And I love Cuphead. <laughs> but like I'd say that my top like shows like my, more like emotional and storytelling wise would have to be a combination between the owl house and hell of the boss slash has been hotel because like gonna come out. i can also tell that that's probably going to be a very emotional emotionally driven show um but like seeing hell of a boss um and knowing that like has been hotel is gonna be bigger than that i'm just oh man and then also the Owl House as well. Yes. Like, not gonna lie, like, I don't want to say anything for anyone out there that hasn't watched it yet. I'm just gonna say that the Owl House has made me cry before. <laughs> that's fair. That That's very fair. <laughs> it's a very emotionally driven show, and the animation in it is just so gorgeous. Good. And the representation, exactly. And, like, the representation that we get in it as well makes me feel really seen as like um as a pansexual and trans mask individual um it just makes me feel seen as like a human (laughs) i guess and it just you know i just it does such a good job and there's it's just an amazing show and i cannot wait for it to continue airing and also Oh man, don't even get me started on Hell of a Boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like, 
as as sorry as someone that has had several people that has worked on, in that spindle horse realm or whatnot, trust me, I understand. <laughs> yeah, and like the animation, like God, the animation—it's so good. It never ceases to impress me. Every episode, it's like it get like the animation is like has somehow impressed me more than like that one moment in the owl house at the end of season one where the animation just gets a god tier mm. but um because like again i it's the close tie between the two like they're both so good oh yeah but i'd say that like hell of a boss has that kind of animation but every fucking episode <laughs> <laughs> Again, I agree, though let's all I, I think we can all agree, especially in episode six, that battle scene more than anything else. That animation was top tier, like almost Hollywood level. God, yes. <laughs> and I, <laughs> it's just the animation. It's just so flowing and beautiful and the storytelling and the emotions that were just so clearly put into the story. Mm-hmm. I want to that give me that i want to do that too (laughs) i i know storytelling is a major thing for you because i know another way that we are really connected and the way that i first heard about you in the first place is of a not a cartoon but a web comic by the name of sebastian now i have to know how did you first hear about sebastian and what is it about the web comic that you cannot get enough of it Oh my god, okay. So, <laughs> Good start. Is that I was like, I think I was like almost 15 at the time. Mm-hmm. This is how I first heard about it. Like, huh. Like, I would say, like, a rough timeline, late 2019, early 2020, um, around there, I was like, like, really, like, not that I'm like, not into it now but like i was really like getting into like hell of a boss and has been hotel and i was like this show is cool and the people behind it are cool so Mm -hmm. i want to support the people behind it and so i followed a few of like the artists and uh people on the team on it and like people that were affiliated with it because i was like you know what the least i can do is just support the people behind the show somehow like they're they're so talented and that's when i found um, Amanda, Amanda, I I kind of see a bit as like I, I look up to Amanda. Like the stuff that they do are amazing. Absolutely. And just the web comic personal web comic goals for my own comic. Let's just say that I wanna I wanna like be able to make an impact like Sebastian has. You know, and even though I'm in the early stages of my comic, and there were like I was. Like, it's a learning experience, and the the first few pages, like, were, like, you know, they weren't bad, but they also weren't, like, extremely well done. Just, like, as we've continued on with the comic, we found more efficient ways to produce pages, you know? And you can see, like, as you scroll through the comic, that over time, it's just become a little, well, like, better executed. I've started learning how to, like, place text properly. I've started learning how to, like, 
and how efficient and how helpful it is. And I wish I knew this sooner. So <laughs> that when I do the line art, to make the background transparent. Yeah. So that my friends can help color it in. Because it's kind of hard when the page is white and not transparent. Because yep. uh, my friends um, that I have on the comic team have helped me so much. And just having them on the team and being able to share like that proudness and that fondness looking at this creation that we've made and then being able to be a part of this passion project. Man, it's so, it's so cool, you know? Um, And like, it's very special to them as well. And without them, I couldn't have illustrated it. Like, there's no way that I would have the motivation to go through that far. And man, I've detoured a bit, but just a bit. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> that, that's the little Sebastian thing. I am impressed that Amanda, like, this far, like, um, like for, like, the majority of the comic running time, has done it all by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, they now have Mulberry Strike art, which is really, they, they are also really cool. Like, they make great art as well. Um, but they, they were able to, like, make this comic by themselves and like the backgrounds and the colors and the story and everything is just so well done and I'm just like man I I I one day I strive to do the same thing like I know that like hopefully as realms goes on it'll like become more like that and I like as I am proud of Realms so far, and I think that it is, like, like I'm starting to, like, get better at, like, managing a comic, but I, I hope that one day it can be, like, on the same level as, like, Sebastian, and I strive to be that, um, and I use that as an example, saying, this, this is what I want to do someday, <laughs> and I just look at Sebastian, look at the characters and how lovable they are, um, I love Pepper. Pepper is my favorite. Of course. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's totally trans goals. Like yep. literally <laughs> trans goals. And so I, I love Pepper the way he's portrayed. I just, man, I, I sympathize with him a lot. And I, I, I guess that like Pepper, um, I kind of, you know, I feel Pepper, you know, he's, I guess, what is the word for that? You know, when you see a character and you're like, that is totally me. Oh, it's, so it's the character, you relate a lot to the character of Pepper. Like, you, you... Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Words are wonderful, the aren't they? <laughs> yeah, my memory sucks, and so I'll just forget words. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I relate to pepper on huge levels and then the 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 torment of sebastian and how he doesn't like himself very much i also relate to that like man why do i relate to him so much (laughs) (laughs) but like just the way that they're portrayed and the way the story goes i i have a lot of respect for amanda they're a really cool individual and with the interactions i've had they're just they're they're really cool oh yeah and i i i am like um, I I see their art and I'm like I want to be that good at art someday, <laughs> and like you know I just I look up to them a lot you know they're really cool, um oh, and so 
yeah, Sebastian has just been very special to me. Like, it's a comic that whenever a page, whenever a page is released, I have a mini panic attack. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, another page. Let's fucking go. <laughs> you know, honestly, I will say ever since, like, I first delved into Sebastian, I'm not going to say I have a mini panic attack, but I'm right there with you. Like, every single time a new page drops, I have to drop everything I'm doing just to see the newest page. Because I, I know that whatever I'm going to be getting myself into, it, it's going to add to the intrigue of whatever Amanda is trying to tell. Because, like, I'm sure you probably could tell whenever I was talking to them when they were on the podcast. But, like, I could not get enough of Sebastian. And I'm glad there's more to come. I'm excited to see where it goes. God, yes, same. <laughs> oh my god, Sebastian is so good. And it's like, again, like, webcomic goals. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of those goals, how about we just dive headfirst into the your own webcomic that you've been making, which is called Realms, with a Z, for those who do not Hell know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's go! I love Realms! How did this concept of Realms come... Sorry, describe the concept for people who probably don't know about the comic and how did this concept come to be okay well the kind of like the premise is kind of like more of a personal thing for me because mm -hmm. like all the way back originally it was like uh well there was recently like a practice animation that i posted to social media on my on my twitter and that the character in it um I had somehow, subconsciously, like, not knowing that I had drawn her, had used the character of, like, the original design for Rey, which is the main <laughs> character. And I, and I just noticed at the end of, like, producing that animation that, like, oh my god, that's Rey. And I didn't realize <laughs> it was the original concept for Rey. And how I came up with Rey was all the, all the way back in, like, 2019. Um, I had like created like <clears throat> i had a bunch of concepts for like characters and stuff and then there was a lot of stuff traumatic stuff that happened for me in 2019 so i was like trying to find some ways to cope and okay i'd be like damn wouldn't it be cool if you could be in like this digital place where you could travel through different video games and like just exist within a bunch of like like technology and stuff <laughs> it's kind of like an escape for me and it's not like exactly that now i mean it developed from that and having like a bunch of character designs to ray like being on this I so basically uh i'm trying to figure out how to like start this <laughs> so let's start with the environment okay so island of realms is a place where people go when they don't have anything left for them. People who have endured so much trauma and have nowhere else to go, who feel alone, get this second chance on this pretty much dream island. And this island floats over like... I would say kind of like a wormhole. It's like in the middle of like this beautiful blue space. I would say it's not really like sky. It's it's very like it's like a weird dimension. Okay. Realms is a weird dimension, but it's like this island, and it's surrounded by portals. And these portals lead to different dimensions, 
And so basically how, like, the economy of realms works is that these gems, it's very easy for people to, like, make a living. And these gems, which are called bits, you earn them by going into portals and completing different tasks. And, like, it's kind of like a video game simulation, so it does have, like, that element of it. But these, but these realms, and that's why it's named realms, by the way. Um, realm with a Z, because it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, with, with these different portals, it's going to be all original. Like, a bit a while back, if you look on the Realms account, and, like, scroll mm-hmm. down a bit, there was, like, an idea that I had for, like, kind of, like, this boxing ring style, kind of, like, 1930s cartoon-based thing, where these, these two robot twins that have been the champion for years, and you go in there, and if you're able to beat them, you get, like, a heck ton of bits. It's kind of like, you complete these fun tasks and adventures, and you get currency for it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, like, meant to be reality, but a lot fucking nicer. (laughs) So, um, and it's like, home, like, a, a house and a place is already provided. You never go hungry. You always have a place to go. And these bits are simply a way to just get extras, you know? Like, you already have a place to go. There's people to talk to, you know? It's, there's no possibility of going into debt or, like, becoming homeless or, you know, stuff like that. And disease doesn't exist here. It's just simply meant to, like, kind of be this oasis for people who have had it rough, you know? And that's how it is kind of, like, very special to me is because I would love to have a place like that where I wouldn't have to worry about that where I could just you know kind of escape from like the harshness of reality and just have a place that's just you know not a lot nicer you know not having to worry about war and famine and stuff like that Right. And that's, yeah, that's where um, I would say the conflict arises, though, because these these beings called the CPUs, which are, like, kind of like a race of humanoids that run the islands, they're, like, the original, like, natural-born, um, you know, I would say, like, race. That I think that, like, it's kind of like the human race for Earth. Right. Like, the natural-born right. born, born people there. There's, like, I would say that there's, like, around 20 or 30 of them, so not a lot, because the island isn't nearly as big as Earth, but enough to, like, run the whole island and keep it going smoothly. And, of course, when there's, like, an island like this, there is going to be at least one or two of the natural-born people who aren't going to be so content with making this island go. Like, I would say that a lot of them are, like, content with, like, you know... They're, they're happy with helping these people who've had it rough. They're happy where they are. But, like, one of my characters, who I don't want to give too much away about um, them yet, because they come in a bit later, and I don't want to spoil the story. But Fair. Their name is, um, yeah, their name is uh, Zero. Um, Zero was one of the natural-born CPUs, and like the, like the originals, you know? And Zero wasn't happy. Zero felt forced into doing this thing. Not that Zero didn't care for mm-hmm. the people on the island and didn't care for other people, but they, they just feel like they didn't have a choice, you know? And it got to the point where Zero um, just 
didn't want to be there anymore and took their partner and attempted to run off the island. Now, this would be, like, a huge fucking taboo. Like, all CPUs are supposed to stay on the island and are supposed to help. And I'm going to stop it right there, but I'm just going to say... Because, like, I don't want to spoil too much again. <laughs> but I'm just going to say that that's kind of, like, the plot points of, like... Um, not only, like, like, is this going on, like, as one of the major plot points? Like, that, you know, some of these people aren't going to be content having this one purpose and being like, okay, you have to do this, and if you don't, you lose all purpose and you cease to exist. Right. You know? Um, so, and besides that, the other plot point is one of the people that came to this island, um was pushed mm. off the island and they split into two different like individuals one representing the more lighter and happier parts of her mm. and the other representing the more darker and traumatic parts of her the traumatic parts of this individual culminate into this um individual and this individual is like one of the main antagonists of the story and i want to make it clear that she's not a bad guy She's just someone who has been riddled and betrayed her all her life. And she thought that she had this new place only for someone to push her off, like, the island and her to get split into, like, two individual people. And she has to deal with all the trauma while the other individual forgot everything. Right. She has amnesia. And so it's also, like, with her, she's going to be actively trying to sabotage the island um, because she is upset. She's mad that this safe haven was taken away from her, and she wants everyone else to feel her pain. So, with the help of two, C- like other, like they're not CPUs, but they were from like a different realm. They were um, like refugees from one that was collapsing, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, Zier and Xavier. Um, Xavier being an angel, Zir being based more off of, like, demon kind of stuff, and just the help of these two individuals to corrupt this place, and it's gonna, like, it's gonna be a plot point that Xavier, the angel, um, is not very great, and Zir is a very nice individual and is very reluctant with this, but it's all just, like, those are, like, the two main plots, like, one of people not being content with the purpose they were given, and the other being this, like, person that wants to get revenge for all, like, the pain and suffering they've been caused in their life. And right. I feel like this, like, this comic is a way for me to vent, like, out, like, these different emotions that I felt throughout my life, and me to put these emotions and make this beautiful story, you know? There's a story I want to tell, and there's so many different aspects that I would kill to go into, like, like deeper, deeper, oh, you know, context with. Would be too spoilery, man. <laughs> Just know that there's a lot of cool stuff coming, and that there's a lot of plots that I want to explore, and there's a lot of things planned. I oh. have so much. I have so much planned. I so can... many, so many characters. I can't wait to introduce. <laughs> I can only imagine. It's one of those. I, I took the chance to try to. It divulged myself as much as I could with the webcomic. I went through and looked through a good couple of the pages or whatnot. Um, my God, like the the thought process that you had going into this kind of stuff, the you know the plots that you have going on, like 
how much of a personal piece this is for you more than anything else. Like the fact that you're letting your emotion go all out into this stuff. Like it's something that I personally appreciate when it comes to this. And I eagerly am already anticipating what's going to be next because if, you know, what you have potentially in mind and what could be potentially out there with how you are emotionally or more than anything else, like that's good fodder more than anything else. Like that's going to be a lot of great storytelling opportunities, especially with all the characters you have involved and the ideas that you've probably had brewing for Lord knows how long. Like it's, it's incredible to know that more than anything else, you're really going all in on this kind of stuff. And I cannot help but appreciate the fact that you're willing to put, yourself out there like this yeah yeah totally because <laughs> like um i have been just like planning like how like how like how like you know to exactly approach this for so long and then i'm finally like posting pages you know and for right now it's kind of just like introducing the characters right. um and introducing like the the place that's going to take place and all the different aspects to the realms but as you can see with like the most recent page, I'm gonna like I, I gave like a little hint and look into like Ray and some hints as to why she's on the island. And I'm not gonna like reveal everything all at once because it's a very traumatic thing for this character and I want to pace it correctly on how exactly it's revealed, what exactly she went through in her life and why she's there and the people she knew. And the people that she's gonna know, but I did like, like in the page, um, have Ray and Jonah interacting, and Ray having like a bit of a flashback, and like it's not much, but it's just seeing like a little peak of emotion to like kind of show what exactly is gonna happen, and that we're going to like start getting into like these characters and we're gonna start getting a little more emotional from now on i guess and my god <laughs> i i can't wait i literally can't wait I I, I I i am bursting at the seams of how much i want to reveal but i can't <laughs> trust me i can certainly tell with how in-depth you're going with this like description stuff like that i can tell there's a lot of love and passion and enthusiasm for this and you're just excited to get it going <laughs> I, I, I mean, more than anything else, like, I, the thing that I find impressive more than anything else is, like you said before, like, you've touched on it with some of them, like, the amount of characters that you have already introduced and what little bit is out there, like, I'm impressed. Personally, I'm a fan of Ajax, that's just me personally saying, but... Yes. Never, oh my god. Yes. Canonically, <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite food is chicken nuggets. Yeah, you know what, and how can you hate on that <laughs> how can you hate on something as amazing as that um do you like i know a lot of these characters are probably just like each a little bit of yourself into this but do you personally have a favorite character or at least the one that you associate yourself with the most say that man with favorite characters because i love them all i do but yeah. if i had to choose it would be be between zero um slash code because mm -hmm. that's um their alias i'm not gonna again i'm not gonna reveal too much about that but um that's zero and ajax i love them both very much um 
Ajax is kind of like a way for me to alleviate and escape. Like, it's kind of like the more, like, positive headspace, but also kind of like blissful ignorance. Yep. You know? Yep. And then there's Zero, who didn't feel like they fit, you know? Didn't feel content with where they were, you know? It's just, those two things are like, they... They're, they're, they're a big part of both of their characters, and I just, I love them. They're, they're my favorites, you know. Um, and with Ajax, I plan to have Ajax kind of like the serious situations, kind of again, try his best to look at the positive, and kind of like just not fully processing everything going on and just having that blissful ignorance. And eventually, that blissful, that blissful ignorance is going to shatter. And when it shatters, it's not going to be like... It's not going to be pretty. It's, it's going it's to be a bullet through <sighs> a glass pane. It's, it's going to be like if someone just took the crowbar and just yeeted that toward the window like more than anything else. And Ajax, um, trust, um, like, as, like, a thing, as kind of, like, a hint towards what could happen, is that Ajax does rarely ever gets mad. He's very patient, mm -hmm. and he's very loving and accepting, but when he gets mad, don't fucking walk away. Fucking <laughs> run. You need to get out. You need to get, you need to get away from the premise if he gets mad like someone will die it just it just reminds me of uh, i've had a friend describe me this way but it's basically uh crouching idiot hidden badass that's basically ajax character <laughs> <laughs> and with ajax it's just like um it's like that one meme where it's like when the when the nice guy loses his patience, the, the patience, the devil shivers. <laughs> there we go. Basically, uh. that like it's like he's super nice, but when when he loses his patience, like something is gonna something someone's gonna die. <laughs> Someone is going to not be alive. Death before. approaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I cannot wait to showcase that side of ajax where all of a sudden he just like fucking like his face just goes still and just like the look of pure rage on his face and he's like i'm gonna fucking kill someone <laughs> <laughs> i mean I I, I I i'd say i'm excited too but i'm also like keeping a riot shield close by just in case um <laughs> <laughs> yeah like but I also just love Ajax and like besides like the the whole like all the stuff that's gonna happen to a man, I just the positivity that he like kind of brings to the people around him and like how he's just small, adorable, precious bean, you know. I love him. Like if you hurt Ajax, you can bet your ass that me and his older sister will will be after you. There your you IP go. address will be <laughs> <laughs> Well, nevertheless, like I said before, I am certainly excited to see what's next. In fact, what little bit is out there. But I have to wonder, like, obviously with all with 
uh, realms as a whole. Like, I understand how much of yourself you're put into it. Like, I imagine you probably do the same thing with your own art and animation that you do. How important is it for you to make sure that with every little piece that you do, you express yourself as best as possible? I think it's very important because um, I would say that art and animation is language for me. Mm-hmm. And it's how I express myself best. And of course, I can express myself through words. Like, I I have gone through various meaningful rants to my friends before that leaves everyone leaving the conversation kind of stunned. But I think that with animation, art and animation, I can accomplish that times ten. Um, and I feel like it's a lot easier for me to get my points across in this visual manner. And it's also just such a special thing for me. And I feel like that when I pour those emotions, like when I'm not having a great day, or like when I feel really upset, the satisfaction I feel being able to like put that on a piece of paper and seeing the end result and how much emotion it conveys mm-hmm. makes me feel so much better. And I want to do that. And with realms, I want to be able to exhibit myself as a person. Of course, I love these characters, and I want to tell the story, and I want to get, I, I want to get people involved. I, I, I want them to see what realms has to offer. But I also think it's important for them to re- like, for them to see the raw emotion I put into it, and maybe just maybe that'll help them understand me better as a person, and make them realize the emotions. And like just everything that was put into it, and the emotions that I feel as an individual. You know what? That's that's wonderfully worded, if I do say so myself. I can understand where you're coming from, and just trying to more or less just translate how you truly feel into the best way possible that you can express it. I have to ask if you think about your body of work, whether it be realms or whether it be the art or animation that you've done otherwise. Do you have a personal favorite, whether it be how much of yourself you put into it or just you're satisfied with the final product? Is there a top like piece that you've done? Huh. Let me see. Because I feel like when I get it out to the world and people see it and people, I, I think the most satisfying part for it, like the most satisfying part, like about it to me is that people see it and they look at me and they're they understand me a bit better you know they're like i i like they feel like they've seen a bit more of me and they feel connected to these characters that represent parts of myself and that i love so very much is just the most satisfying part and just seeing them connect to these characters and also feel the same way about them that I do and just seeing how special these characters are to these people like I've had many conversations with like a few of my friends um Sky and um my other friend on social media um T-Tapes uh the two of them really also feel the same way about Ajax both of them are also on the comic team um, nice. And they both feel the same way about Ajax that I do, and having these conversations about Ajax and being able to express the appreciation behind the character and also other characters as well is very special to me because it makes me feel more understood. You know. No, yeah, no, I 
I totally get that. Like it's like more than anything else, like you said earlier, like your art is your way to translate your emotions and translate who you are to other people. And so having like conversations and being able to express that through characters like Ajax or whatnot, I think that's it's poetic more than anything else. It's it, it allows you to truly feel comfortable with yourself more than anything else. Yeah, it definitely like art in the past has definitely helped me process things and accept parts of myself that I didn't before. Like there have been many of art pieces explaining like the gender dysphoria I feel as a trans mask person and also how it is to be neurodivergent in a neurotypical world, you know? And like being able to like translate how I feel like with those two specifically, um, when I draw about them, it's kind of like visualizing how it is to feel trapped like while you're around so many people. Like how it is to feel alone in a room full of people. Right. And I when I draw about that, I want to capitalize, like, being isolated. Like, that's, like, the one point that I want to get across. Because it's very emotional for me. And if I just want people to understand how it is to feel, you know, like I said, lonely in a room full of people. You know, like, of how that emotion translates. Right, right. I know I personally was able to understand the translation of that with when I was looking on your YouTube, uh, the inside animation that you did. I certainly got that little like translation more than anything else. Seeing that, that was a wonderful piece if I do say so myself. Thank you. Um, yeah, a lot of emotion went into that. Um, I would say that the proudest part of it is like the end because like with like the big dark shadows circling uh, my sona um am i extremely proud of the animation but i also feel like that encompasses how exactly i feel with like because like more or less the big black shadows are kind of like the thoughts in my head and the not so nice parts of life and like they make me feel trapped and they make me feel small you know and that was kind of like the point of that one to kind of get across that exact emotion. Right, right. And I think it was wonderful how you were able to translate that, and it certainly got the point across more than anything else. Um, I was going to say either that or, sorry to be a little biased, but I can't get enough of that animatic you made for the for the episode. Those are at least my two favorites. Just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was really fun to make. I, and once again, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that because I, I mean, you kind of set yourself, but like with yours and maybe like, I don't know, one or two pieces, maybe I can't think of it on top of my head, but like your piece alone was literally the, like the first piece of fan art I ever got. And that just like made my day more than anything else. The fact that my podcast, whether it be something I say or something that the guests that I bring on doing the incredible stuff, something that they say inspired people creatively in one aspect for another, like you doing that animatic really illustrated that to me personally. So once again, thank you for being part of a milestone and really helping me truly understand that the power of this podcast at times. Yeah, of course, dude. It was, it was my pleasure. Honestly, it was very fun to create. Um, <laughs> And, like, 
kind of like going off of that note, I think another fun aspect of animatics and animations is making humorous ones. Yes. Like, <laughs> like if you looked at my channel, um, and I, I'm sure that you've looked at my channel, oh, yeah. um, the animatic, um, that's why your granny ain't got no knees. That <laughs> right, so that one. <laughs> that one was my favorite. It was a, it's one of my favorite um, humorous ones to date. And um, it's two of my characters. Um, it was like, the, the first character, uh, Ollie, um, the demon, is one that I've had for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd say that at least three or four years. Um, and the other one... God, I can't remember his name right now because terrible memory, right. you know. Um, but these two characters, um, the the first demon one had slight redesigns, but he's nonetheless kind of the same design that he's always had. The other one is more of a redesign, but still kind of like the same look. And these two characters, basically, um, while the story behind them is dark, because um, Ollie is a demon that is repeatedly getting chased across time and space by this angel this sadistic angel who just wants to kill him over and over again mm -hmm. and wants and is increasingly getting frustrated because like every time ollie gets killed he kind of like respawns <laughs> i guess and so he comes back and then he gets frustrated like why won't this dude die <laughs> but sometimes ollie like he although he's become towards of kind of apathetic over it because it's like been going on for years um he likes to sometimes toy with um angel dude because he's like you know what might as well have some fun right and he likes to like just turn around while he's running all of a sudden take the in angel by surprise and be like just the most mean insults ever <laughs> it was kind of like what i pictured like in my animatic yeah the times that ollie does like to fight back and like kind of like you know just kind of you know make fun of him or whatever it's always hilarious and it's kind of like in the whole dark story or whatever it's like at least we have this <laughs> And, like, one day, I want to make a comic about them, probably some point after Realms, which will probably be, oh, man, a few years. But eventually, I want them to have their own comic. And when I do have said comic, oh, God, I'm going to put so much of that in there. <laughs> I'm going to put Ollie totally bullying this angel who totally has the upper hand on him. And now this angel takes the bullying to heart and it just makes them more infuriated um but i just uh man i i every time i look back at that animation it makes myself laugh <laughs> to be honest because just looking at these my silly characters doing silly things you know um and I love I love my characters, man. And just being able to like use these characters for different animations is so fun, especially when they're humorous. You should be proud. Uh, of it. Thank you. There you go. 
I was going to say, plus more than anything else, I'm thinking like the dynamic with the two, the devil will just simply be like, you may have the advantage, but I have your pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's literally Ollie. <laughs> but it's my, my demon boy. There you, you know? go. My there you go. Um, and with that, I I also want to bring up another animatic that I'm very proud of. Okay. Um, it's the one with because like it also like I guess like it's not just like the quality of it, but like I feel like in this one specifically, I was able to get the point of it across. It's the um the accident one with Ajax and like Xavier. Um, because Xavier played a big role in, like, shattering that blissful ignorance for Ajax. Right. And he put Ajax through a lot of hell. Um, well, technically, he will, because that hasn't happened in the comic yet, but it is going to happen. And I want to encompass that fear, like, that pure fear and that pure, like, just dread and emotion and just... Like, not just that, but also sadness, deep sadness, and deep regret. Um, like, I want people to see this character who has gone through so much, and, like, the, the, the exact things that Ajax is feeling, and a little glimpse into the, the character that he is, and, just, you know, man, it's very hard to put into words. This I is why <laughs> I... Art and animation over language. <laughs> but, That's fair. <laughs> with that, with that, with that animation, it's just this character who used to be so bright and outgoing, and still is, but he just—it's a lot harder for him now because, like, he has to carry the burden of what happened. And as you saw in the animatic, um, he went like he lost someone very precious to him because of Xavier and just the pure agony that Ajax is in. I want to be able to get that across and I want people to see exactly what Ajax is going through. And through that, I can also kind of like put a piece of myself into that and just kind of get across the emotion. And I want people to be impacted by it, like seeing people impacted by it and saying that they get that or they were able to feel something from that is so special and i feel like i executed it very well in that animatic specifically and like um it's probably one of the my favorites that i have created like when i was talking about the the uh funny animation before that mm -hmm. was my favorite out of the funnies <laughs> this is my favorite out of all of them right because i I'm proud of my like to be honest I'm proud of myself for be able being able to accurately portray what I wanted to portray and to get across the point that I wanted to get across and the atmosphere that I was able to build and I feel like that was a huge milestone for me like not like you know like oh I gained this much followers or this much views but I was able to figure out how to portray that animation and how to make the atmosphere a certain way you know being like, able to like, sorry being able to creatively just like express yourself and truly translate what you were trying to go for from thought process to in this case like technology yeah 
And I just feel like that was like one of the first times I was able to fully immerse my emotion into like an animatic. I fully immersed my emotion into art before, but animation, that was like animatics animation. That was probably one of the first that I truly felt I like, like fully got myself into it and fully poured my emotion into it and fully um, got my point across, you know? Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy to hear that. And, you know, hearing about just how much you've put yourself in with all these different animations and animatics and these web comics or whatnot, it makes me more or less excited for what could be the future for you more or less. But if I may, let me give you more or less the dream scenario with this next question. Let me roll out the red carpet for you. Let's say I am big shot, Mr. Moneybags. All right. I come to you. I'm like, look, Sparky, we know there is potential here for something amazing. We see what you have, and we know there are some. Inc- <laughs> so basically, I'm gonna make you a big shot. <laughs> Don't you want to be a big shot? Well, we'll make you the biggest shot around because we have connections to anyone and everyone in the industry, and more money than there should be possible. We could probably be dealing with so many different world conflicts at this point, but we're focusing on you for at least like five minutes. If given this opportunity, what would be the dream sad Sparky project? Man, um, well, like if I got the chance to create my own show, if I was given the materials that I needed to create my own show, oh man, I would love to do that. And maybe realms maybe other characters but just having my own show would be pretty goddamn cool it's a good start if nothing else whether it's a web series or whether it's like an actual like production you know i would love that i would love to make my own animated show once again like i said all the money in the world and connections to everyone we can make this like the biggest streaming giant that there is no demand all right this is your dream project like nothing there's no restrictions no limitations to what you do with this well if they asked me now i would probably say realms show (laughs) i would have to like do some like revisions to the writing to make it i guess more professional but it would be more or less the same realms right Right. i mean hey if nothing else that's a good start ajax on the big screen (laughs) with all of the nuggets around him (laughs) exactly he's like i i'm a star fucking crying That's a good way of looking at it. He would, he would just start bawling. Oh, <laughs> But sadly, we have to get down from the dream scenario. We got to get back to reality. And I'll ask the ever so generic question. Where do you hope to see yourself five to ten years from now? I would... Okay, so... <laughs> I have this, like, exactly pictured in my mind. Um, living in... A nice comfy little apartment or condo with my partner with a bunch of like just like a cozy little apartment decorated appropriately with like my own animation desk and me working like as a freelance animator for several different projects whether it be spindle horse studios or um 
another cool animated project like the owl house on disney plus or like something like that mm -hmm. i don't know i would just love to like be working for a few projects that at the time would have struck an accord for me something i would be interested in working on you know um just making a living as an animator with my own little animation desk in my house you know that would be cool that's 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 good and obviously like i said you know five to ten years from now i think that could be achievable i think you got yourself a good step in the right direction if i do say so myself um <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say as we start to wind down the interview i just have one last question i want to ask you obviously you've deeply entrenched yourself in art in so many different aspects you've it's it's more or less the way of you to truly be yourself with art. How important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? I think art as a whole is such an important medium for so many people because sometimes words just don't cut it. And whether that's like taking your thoughts and like, well, this is still words, but writing them on paper. <laughs> um, like that, or like, you know, drawing or just sculpting or just creating things that visualize exactly how you feel on the inside. Because again, sometimes just speaking doesn't cut it for people. And I feel like that medium as a whole is going, is very beneficial for a lot of people who struggle with words, you know? Um, so I feel like it's a big part and being able, pe people being able to put like, you know, put themselves out there in such a magnificent and unique way mm -hmm. without, the, without it in the world, the, the world would be dull. It, it would, it would be dull. There wouldn't be nearly as much, like as much emotion. There wouldn't be nearly as much out there for people, you know, it would be a lot, it would be a lot more boring for sure. That's, yeah, you have you bring up some fair points, and that's a good way to word it. Wonderful way to word it, if I do say so myself. Um, Sparky, that's all the questions I have for you. I have showered you with a whole bunch of praise, but I'm gonna shower you with a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do whatever the fuck I want. Um, <laughs> obviously, I have said a million times before that I truly appreciate the love and support you gave to this podcast already. That's how I first became aware of you and how I first dove into your art. Um, knowing that there was, I guess, like a genuine love for like whatever I was doing or whatnot. I, that was like the first step, and I cannot thank you enough for that. But being able to actually see the art that you have, seeing what you've been able to produce so far, and knowing that you're just, you know, right there to like truly going down this path and like really getting going all in as much as possible with art, seeing what you've been able to produce so far – like, it makes me excited to know what's next because you truly got some incredible stuff. You got some incredible concepts. You got a good foundation for animation and what could be happening next. I just know that if you're able to keep up this love and enthusiasm you've had for years, I don't see how you do nothing short of succeed. I know you have the enthusiasm and the love to do this, and I know that you're going to be going far with it. So just know that from... From the bottom of my heart, I truly cannot wait for this. what's next, and I cannot wait to be supporting you every single step of the way. Thank you for what you do, and seriously, you've got this. You rock 
you can rock this. I know you can. Thank you so much, my dude. <laughs> like that, like that's very, that's very nice to hear. <laughs> I, I'm just being a hundred percent honest. That's all I'm trying to do. Um, for those who may not, oh, go on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying that 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 made my day. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would certainly hope so. I mean, did you expect to come on this podcast and be me be like, yeah, I mean, you're all right. No, I, if you're going to come on this podcast, I'm going to shower you with love and support because you got you're rocking what you're doing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, just imagine that me bringing out someone. Yeah, your art seems cool. You want to just talk? No, your art is good. I cannot wait for what's next. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear it. There There's go. gonna be a lot of stuff that I want to specifically do, like the realms. Yeah. Well, realms. if well, if people want to see what you could be doing next, go ahead and plug yourself so that people can know where to find you. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I have um, if if any of you are interested in buy stuff, um. I am sad, sad Sparky on YouTube. Just sad and Sparky, spelled how you see it in the video, mm -hmm. um, with a space between sad and Sparky for those of you who might get confused. Um, and on Twitter, it's basically the same, but underscores between sad and Sparky, and then after that, um, because I know that uh, I, I just, <laughs> man, I always feel the need to specify. <laughs> It's That's just fair. a part of Sparky. Like, OCD, OCD. That's fun. The need fair. to specify. That's fair. And there's also a Twitter page for the Realms comic, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, it's literally just at Realms comic. With a Z. So, <laughs> go check that out. Holds a gun to the person's face. So <laughs> check it out now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. Hey, just sit down. We're all here on good time. <laughs> <laughs> and if you forgot any links i'll be sure to have them down below so i got you covered um do you have any final words before we sign off um not uh how would, well i would say um before anything else stan ajax stan ajax stan ajax that's that. You know what? That's a good way to end on it. We everyone stand Ajax. So with that, all I have left to say is for the people at home, Ostawega Mimi Gus. If you've made it to this part of the podcast, I cannot thank you enough for sticking around to the end. Um, once again, sorry for dipping for a few weeks. Uh, like I said, life got a little hectic. You know, just wanted to take care of that. Needed a little breather because I was overwhelming myself. Still taking care of some of this stuff, but you know, that's just life. Yeah, roll with it, you know? And more than anything else, like that entire time, I was just excited to get back 
to the interviews that I've had before, get back to sharing you guys, some incredible artists and such. And honestly, like part of the reason why I was excited to come back was you guys. During my little break, I noticed just how much it continued to grow more and more. Uh, while I was on my break, we hit 500 subscribers. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. On you, sorry, 500 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for that. Seriously, that really means a lot. Knowing that I've been working on this podcast for, I don't know, it's been about a year and a half at this point. It was September 2020 when I started this. The fact that we've gotten to the point right now to where we're at 500 subscribers it shows that there is a true love and passion for this stuff. And I, I cannot thank you guys for wanting to be a part of it, to help it grow more and more because I am seriously excited for what's next. Um, especially with some of the guests I'm going to be bringing on big and small. Cause seriously, like that amateur April, I got planned for you guys. <laughs> you guys are going to absolutely love the, the guests I'm going to be bringing on. I've had some incredible conversations with each and every single one of them, whether it be some serious stuff or some ridiculous conversations. Uh, I seriously hope you guys are going to absolutely love it. I know you guys are going to love it. Uh, let's see. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for keeping up with it and showing more love and support. It really means a lot knowing that people are genuinely loving this random content that I am pushing out. Uh, it, it means the world to me. So thank you for what you guys are doing to help me keep doing what I'm doing. Um, also, if you've been paying attention on Twitter, you'll also be noticing that I have been hyping up podcasts on top of hyping up artists. Because, you know, I'm a podcast. I'm part of a podcast community. I want to help grow that podcast community and highlight other incredible podcasts. So, yeah. Keep the love and growth for everyone. There's a lot to go around. Alright, what am I going to leave you guys with this week? Well, just like what I was doing with my little vacation hiatus break or whatnot. Focus on yourselves at the end of the day. Alright? At the end of the day, you guys need to focus on you and make sure you guys are able to do what you love. Whether it be keeping on moving forward and creating the incredible stuff or just taking a little breather, just taking some time to focus on you. Make sure you do that. This world is a wonderful place with you in it and I want to make sure that you guys are all safe and all good. So do what you need to do to make sure you can focus on yourself and you can love yourself. Uh... Have a wonderful day. I love you guys. Keep up your awesome work.